Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. And this is episode 161, where we once again bring another interview with a cast member. Well, happy Monday, everyone, and I hope each of you enjoyed your weekend. It was pretty productive over here on my end, still redoing my house. You know, doing these home projects is the perfect thing to do while in quarantine, so I've been keeping busy doing that. But we're not here to talk about that today. We are here for another cast member interview. We have Amanda joining us today to talk about her Disney College programs over at Walt Disney World. Uh, She did a few things. She worked an attraction over at uh, the Magic Kingdom, uh, and then she also did some photo pass uh, around Walt Disney World as well. So we're going to be talking about those two things today. Uh, so before this episode starts, I just want to let you know that uh, I did have some audio issues uh, with this episode. I had some technical difficulties, and I unfortunately I couldn't fix it before the scheduled call. Um, so it's still it's still fine, it's still very listenable. Um, but uh, yeah, you'll see that it's a little bit different than what I've had in the past. So uh, hopefully you still enjoy the episode, and hopefully next week I can get uh, yeah, still got to get that stuff fixed. So well, anyways, why don't we just jump right into it? and begin this episode of the Excess Press Podcast. On today's show, we have Amanda from Corona, California. Amanda, how's it going today? It's going good. How about you? Not too bad. Just uh, excited to talk more about Disney. I feel like my I, I need a Disney fix so bad recently. Like I've been really missing the parks. Um, and I know I think you're pretty close to, to Disneyland, so I'm sure you're missing it as well. Yeah, I, I'm very close to Disneyland, um, and I do really miss the parks a lot as well, especially in Walt Disney World. I miss those parks almost even more, so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, hope, hopefully uh, things things are going okay. How's, how the, how's everything been with the quarantine? I know it's uh, it's been a little, a little tough uh, on you, but hopefully you're doing okay. Yeah. Just lots of staying home and watching lots of movies and TV and everything like that. Cool, cool. 
All right. Well, let's uh, well let's kind of get into the conversation because I know we have a lot to cover today. Um, so first, I kind of want to know like how you fell in love uh, with the Disney parks. Like, I-, I assume you grew up in California. Maybe you were close to Disneyland. Yeah. So I actually grew up in uh, in Buena Park, California, uh, which is super close to Disneyland. Um, and I've always just been a Disney fan my whole life. I mean. Um, when my mom was pregnant with me, um, they didn't want to know my gender. So they decorated my nursery, like gender neutral, and they chose Winnie the Pooh. And so, I mean, (laughs) ever since I was born and, you know, was in my nursery, I've been a fan and, um, I just grew up going all the time. I had an annual pass my whole life. And, you know, ever since I started working for Disney, you know, I've just been going all the time and it's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I always say this, but I always wish I was able to grow up uh, near Disney. So that's that's great that you get to um, that you were able to, able to go to Disneyland and, and still do. So um, cool. Well, sounds good. So so you 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 grew up, grew up in uh, California, went to Disneyland a lot, but uh, you kind of mo- made the move across the country and went uh, to uh, Orlando to work at Walt Disney World. So kind of like, how did that happen? How did you kind of, uh, get into, to that? Yeah. So it's actually a pretty interesting story and it's honestly one of the bravest things I've ever done. But, um, I was going to Grand Canyon university in Phoenix and I'd always had this like mentality that I, you know, always wanted to work for Disney because I love it so much. And, um, I remember hearing about the Disney college program when I was still in high school and I was always thinking like, I'm going to do that one day. And as soon as I started my first semester of college, I applied and I didn't get in my first try. So I did the second semester of my freshman year and I got in, but it was for, it was for Disneyland and I kind of wanted to move away. So I turned it down and yeah, I applied the third semester. My, uh, my first semester sophomore year and I applied and I got into Florida and it was for attractions and I just knew that that was that was my time to make the move and it was just so crazy I was 19 and I packed up all my things and I moved out you know 3,000 miles away to a place where I knew nobody and had little to no money to my name and you know and my mom helped me move all the way out there and it was just one of the best things I've ever done for myself. So that's how I ended up out there the first time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So I assume that was like the, what, like winter, like, or the spring, the spring uh, semester? Yeah, that was um, spring 2017. So my program was, uh, my first program was originally January 2017 to May 2017. Um, but I was having so much fun that I extended and, I extended another two, two months. Yeah, I extended till July, the end of July, and then I went back to Arizona to finish um, my bachelor's degree. Oh, awesome! Okay, all right. So it, so, so kind of. I mean, you moved across country, but you were already in Phoenix, so I assume that transition wasn't like too hard for you, right? Or was it a little tough that you were even further away from home? Hmm. It was a little, a little bit of both, like hard and easy. Um, in Phoenix, I, I had family around that area. 
So, I mean, I never really considered myself like on my own. Like I was living in a dorm and everything with roommates. I never really fully considered myself alone just because I had family and family friends out there and, you know, things like that. I have a lot of aunts and cousins out there. Um, but when I moved to Florida, it was like I'd never been so far away alone. And it was just a, a really weird transition to, you know, be so far and... I don't know. It was really awesome, but I think a good part about it was that um, I had the parks there, so I was able to distract myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, and I was working so much that it didn't really give me time to to think about how homesick I was sometimes. So that was definitely yeah. a plus. Cool. So I mean, that's awesome. So I mean, was attractions your first choice? Is that what you wanted to do the most? Uh, no, actually, I, I really wanted to do photo pass my first program like that was honestly mm. what I, okay. I wanted to do. Um, but I didn't get it. Uh, um, which was fine because I did my second program was actually for photo pass. But um, I, Perfect. Was <laughs> I was just so excited to just go that it was one of those things where I didn't matter what I was going to be doing. I just mm. wanted to have that experience. And I'm so glad that I did. Good. Cool. Sounds good. So, I mean, I'm, I'm dying to know what, uh, what attraction did you end up working at? Yeah. So, um, I was in Frontierland Attractions and when I found out my location, I was so excited because I wanted to be at Big Thunder Mountain and that's what I actually ended up working at, Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, and nice. It was just so much fun. Like it was incredible. The shifts were really yeah. long, but they were so much fun with all of my um, CP friends and everything like that. We were always hanging out and doing things before or after work or on our days off and stuff. But yeah, I worked at Big Thunder out there. And then when I moved back out here to California to move home, like I started working at Disneyland and I actually got to work at Big Thunder over here too. <laughs> so that was just a, a really cool full circle moment for me. But yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, we'll have to talk about like the, the differences and stuff. Um, yeah. So, okay, cool. So yeah, kind of let's, let's, let's dive into you working over at the uh, Magic Kingdom version. So what, um, like, what was that, that training like uh, for you? Um, just kind of learning the ins and outs of working the attraction? Yeah. So before I like worked for Disney, I had only had one <laughs> job in my life. And I was a receptionist, so they were obviously very, very different jobs. Um, and so I really didn't know what to expect. And I think about it now, like that I've been working in attractions longer. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. Like, I just it's it's a lot of information all at once. And I know over here at Disneyland, they train a little differently um, with attractions. They'll, They'll start new hires on smaller types of attractions. They don't normally train new hires at bigger attractions like Big Thunder Mountain and things like that. Yeah, you were already a pro though. Yeah, so like I was just like a new hire, new to Disney, and they kind of just push you into this training. And you're, if I remember correctly, I think it's five days of training and then the sixth day is an assessment or four days of training and the fifth day is an assessment. But it's a lot of information, but I really like I really like the training styles that they use. Um, they do a lot of like reading, of course, and they do like hands-on practice. So 
like you learn one thing you read about it and then you go and try it out on your own and make sure that you fully know how to do it and yeah gotcha okay so so what like what were some of the different positions that you had to work at uh on for the attraction because i assume like maybe waving the cars off uh, with when you, you kind of let them go and then like checking the seats. So what, did, what did you have to do uh, while you were working there? Yeah, so at Big Thunder Mountain uh, specifically, there's a lot of different positions that, they're, that they have at the attraction. Um, the one that you're talking about, they call it dispatch. So um, that one, you just check the front, um, the front two cars, like the lap bars and, you know, you make sure everyone's seated and, has all their belongings put away and everything. And then um, you send the train and then there's people who put you into your rows. Um, those are called groupers. Um, there's the greeters at standby and fast pass. There is someone who is at the merge point where there's like fast pass and standby, like where they meet. So there's like a merge cast member there. There's an unload cast member who checks like the last few cars of lap bars and they send the train as well um and probably the most important person is tower and they kind of overlook the the ride with the cameras and you know they're basically in control yeah of the ride and everything so that that's a very intimidating position but <laughs> it's also like it's also very cool to see you can literally see everything yeah so is that is that like a position that you would be in because i was always curious about that yeah, so anyone who works at that attraction will work tower at some point. Um, but it's definitely, like, I don't remember my training for Big Thunder too well at Magic Kingdom, but when I was training at Big Thunder over here in Disneyland, a whole day is dedicated to just learning tower and learning what this button does and how to remove a train or how to add a train. Um, you know, just things like that, um, learning how to reset um, the attraction if there's a downtime, just things like that. It's very overwhelming, but I mean, it's very necessary, of course, but it's really scary because you're like basically yeah. in charge of the whole attraction, but it's really cool, though. It's so cool to see all the buttons, but they're also very overwhelming. <laughs> Yeah, I always wanted to be like that. When I remember just being little, I wanted to be that person that was up there, just kind of overseeing things and looking at everything. And uh, yeah, I was always, I was always so curious about it. Um, so, so I, ha I'm curious. I have to ask. Now, to me, on Big Thunder Mountain, uh, the best seat on it is the back row, uh, in my opinion, and most roller coasters. But I think, especially for Big Thunder Mountain, it's the best seat. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. The back is definitely faster than the front, but that's just because um, I can't speak for all the other like roller coasters and everything like that. But for Big Thunder Mountain specifically, the in front of the first car, there's that little locomotive, the little train um, thing in the front. And like, so when, sorry, I'm trying to make sense of it <laughs> to explain it. When it's going <laughs> over the hills, like the little drops, like it's so heavy in the front that that's why it's kind of slower. Yeah. So um, the back is definitely fastest, um, but I wouldn't say like the last row or like the middle to or not the second to last row. Like I wouldn't say like there's a difference between that last car because I feel like row 13, 14, and 15 are kind of the same. Like the there's no difference really between speed in those rows, but definitely the back towards the back is faster. 
Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I should have said, yeah, definitely the back I feel. And I remember having the conversation with some friends we went with last year because they thought the front was always front. I'm like, no, you gotta, you gotta get in the back. I don't know. And and then they, yeah, they, yeah, it just seemed, yeah, it's so much faster. I feel like, um, yeah, cool. So what, what do you think, what do you think was like your, your favorite position, uh, while working at, at the ride? Like, what did you like doing the most there? Hmm. There's so many things I liked to do. I would say. <laughs> well, tell me about them. What would you like? I've always really enjoyed being in, being able to interact with guests. And that was one thing that I, I still now, because I still work in attractions, but that was always one thing that I didn't fully like about attractions was that you don't have, you don't always have time to really talk to guests and interact with them and just find out like where they're from and things like that. You don't always have that time. So I think when I was working um, at Big Thunder, I really always enjoyed um, standby greeter because all you're doing is just standing at the entrance and making sure that, you know, everyone is above 40 inches and that they're not bringing babies in there and, you know, strollers and things like that. Um, but I mean, it also gave you a lot of time to really talk to the guests and, you know, learn about them and, you know, what they're celebrating and things like that. It was always so much fun. So standby greeter always gave me that time to get to know people. So I would say probably stand by. Yeah, that, no, that, that definitely makes sense. Um, were you, were you able to create or like kind of maybe have any magical moments during that time? Or were there any like cool stories that you had by maybe working as a standby greeter or just working on, on the attraction itself? Yeah. Oh, I just have, I have so many stories. Um, hit them on me. I, I got time. I think my favorite one I feel so bad. Uh, okay, I can't remember his name. And I feel bad about it. I think his name was Elliot. I I want to say it was Elliot. He was a little boy, and he came he came to the to the attraction, and he was wearing a Tower of Terror hat. And I complimented his hat because I love Tower of Terror. So I was telling him how much I enjoyed his hat, and you know, it was just him and his dad. And they went into the attraction. They were going to wait in the standby line, and like we weren't too busy, so I just let them go through the fast pass line. And I gave them like another fast pass to come back if they wanted to, like throughout the day. Um, and they, I'm assuming they were pass holders because I, I saw them repeatedly. I saw them maybe about three times, three or four times during my six months of working there. And I remember on my very last day, I saw him and he always wore the Tower of Terror hat. So that's how I was able to recognize them. And I saw him and I was like, oh my gosh, this is my last day. I just want to say bye. And like, you know, I loved talking to you guys and getting to know you guys a little bit. And um, I used to bring like a notebook, like an autograph book for kids to sign. And um, I asked him if he would sign my book so I could, you know, remember it for my last day. And he like not only wrote in it, but he drew a picture of the Big Thunder Mountain train. And he wrote like, I will miss you and Papa will miss you too. And it was just, <laughs> so it was so sweet. And I still have the notebook somewhere in my room. I know it's there, but... Like, I just remembered, like, seeing that. I was just like, wow, like, it's just amazing. Like, there's so many yeah. stories I have. Like, there's that. Um, well, that, real, well, real quick, I mean, well, real quick. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just, like, a touching moment how you can have an effect on, like, kids like that that are that are repeat visitors that remember you. And um, that's, that's just, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. That's great. Yeah, it was super awesome. Right. It was probably one of my favorite moments. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, what what else were you saying? Um, 
just like another um, magical moment kind of thing. Um, I remember there was these two little girls. I don't remember. I think they were from India. I can't remember where they were from. I know. I think they were from there, but I remember they were waiting for their fast passes for like the time for their fast passes. And um, they're waiting off to the side and they were looking at their autograph book. And I was asking them like, oh, who signed it? And we were looking like at Mickey Mouse autographs or like Minnie Mouse, princesses, other characters. Like I was just looking through their book and I noticed that the pages were almost full already. Like they'd been getting a lot of <laughs> characters. And it was just so cool to see that. And they had like little pictures next to the autograph. So I'm assuming they've been working on it for a few years because they had these pictures already in there. And oh, wow. uh, I was and so we were talking for a while, just me and the kids for a little bit until their fast pass was up. And then they were getting ready to go stand in the fast pass line and they asked me to sign their book. And I just thought it was so sweet. Oh. So like I, I signed their book and I believe it was their dad, maybe or uncle, someone like that. They asked to take a picture with me. And so like they said that they were going to put it in the book next to like my name in there. And so oh, like, awesome. it was just, it was the first time someone asked me to write in their books. I was just like, wow, like that's crazy. And it goes back to your like leaving an impact kind of thing. It's just amazing. You know, just like a short few minutes, yeah. what that can do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. And I love when, when you, the cast members interact more with, with the guests. And I love hearing stories like that. Cause I have so many memories from, from the different cast members that have done things for me and I've gone out of their way to do things and, uh, and that's cool that they're going to have that photograph now in in, in their books, and they're always going to remember that. So, uh. they actually emailed it to me, so I still have the photo now. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, they emailed me the photo, and you know I have that picture. And even with um, the young boy, I think Elliot, like I have that photo too. And so <laughs> it's just crazy, like just the impact you can have on guests and the impact that they can have on you. It's just it's amazing yeah for sure well i mean any any other stories that you want to share from working over at uh big thunder mountain in in walt disney world mm, no those were the main ones that stick out to me the most okay all right well so so while you were uh at the college program in walt disney world um Actually, I should have asked this earlier, but I knew you you frequented at Disneyland, but did you ever go to Walt Disney World uh, before the college program? Or maybe you mentioned it. I don't remember. No, I didn't mention it. Um, I had gone to Walt Disney World once before I moved out there. Gotcha. Uh, when I was little, I always bugged my parents, like literally from the time I knew what Disney World was until I actually went. I was always bugging them to take me to Disney World for my birthday I'd ask to go for Christmas like I would always be bugging them to take me um and my parents were like no like you know we have Disneyland it's the same and they eventually gave in and they took me when I was 11 and um I got to go and this was before my brother was born so it was just us and it was so much fun like we stayed there for like two weeks they took me for my birthday oh, wow. and wow. We, we were there for a really long time, but like, I don't really, <laughs> this might sound silly, but like, I don't fully remember that trip as well as I should. Like, I only remembered like certain rides or certain dining experiences. And so like, I didn't fully remember 
what the parks felt like to me. I remembered Hollywood Studios the most, and I remembered certain things in Magic Kingdom, but as a whole, I couldn't remember the trip as well as I wanted to. Um, so when I moved out there, it was kind of like I was experiencing it for the first time again, which was super awesome. And yeah. Cool. So, so what, um, I mean, when you, when you were there, when you were living there, what was just, what is something that you just took advantage of? Like when you weren't working, what were some of the things that you loved doing, uh, while you were there? I think the biggest thing was, um, sorry, um, was, um, just going to the parks. I was always in the parks, like before work, like, well, I wouldn't really ever get to go after work because I was always closing most of the time, but, um, the occasional morning shifts I had, I would go after, I would go before I would go on my days off. I was just always in the parks. Like it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just always there like and at the time I was really into photography so I would bring my tripod with me to work and like I would oh. bring my camera and I would go take pictures of, of wishes when it was still a thing I would go after work if I worked a morning shift and I would go and I would take my tripod to take long exposure pictures of wishes and it was just so much fun I was always going um, but then when my second program came around I was really tired and I didn't it didn't go to the parks as much as I should have, but the, my first program, like there was lots of energy there to go conquer all the parks and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. I feel like you just, you just reminded me, I think like you was talking about how you would, you would go at night and take the photos and stuff. And it just reminded me that like, think about big thunder mountain railroad. I find that to be like the best ride to go on at night. Uh, I mean, it's one of the few that are outdoors, but I, I love it. I feel like uh, I remember last time I was there, we were on Big Thunder as the fireworks were going off. Uh, and it's that's yeah, we like timed it just right where we were on it and the fireworks were going off. It was cool. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've always wanted to take like a tripod in, but it's, it's just not feasible when I'm there for like a week. It's just I'm not going to bring a tripod in. But if I live locally, I, f I figured that, that would be something that I would do a bit more often. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned the fireworks because I remember, sorry if this is like off topic, but I remember like, no, not time, at all. I remember one time, like, we, we were closed because of like lightning storms and everything. And we were closed for a while and we were getting to, we were getting ready to reopen, but it was still raining. But like, there wasn't lightning in the area anymore. So we were still getting ready to reopen. But like I said, it was raining really hard. And they wanted, uh, like, they asked if someone wanted to go on a on a show check, which is basically you go on the ride and just just go on, just to go. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'll go do it. And it was pouring rain, and the fire <laughs> going on. And I was just on the ride by myself, like in row fifteen, just like living my best life. And it was one of the most unforgettable things I've ever done. It's like in the pouring rain while there's fireworks going on on the ride by myself. And of course, I, got off and I was I was drenched, you know, the rest of the night. But it was so worth it. It was so much fun. And so you just reminded me of that. Yeah. Well, that's like a once in a life, not once in a lifetime, but definitely uh, one of the more rare experiences that uh, you probably had at Walt Disney World that most people don't. Being being on a ride by yourself in the pouring rain while the fireworks are going off. That doesn't happen too often. I would imagine. Yeah, it literally <laughs> felt like a dream. Like it was like this is crazy. But yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. Cool. 
Well, is there anything else you want to share about um, that? Otherwise, because I think it's the so is this the two month extension the the photo pass thing, or is that you were still at the attraction then? No, so the two month extent sorry extension was still at Big Thunder, um, and I moved back to well, I was home for a week in California, and then I moved to Phoenix for school, but. Um, like when I went back for photo pass, that was a whole new program. Like it was um, fall advantage. So that okay. was a whole new okay. program. What, yeah. So was it, was that the same year or a different year now? That was a different year. So that was um, my photo pass program was fall advantage in 2018. So I moved back after I graduated with my bachelor's, I moved back and um, I started there in May, May, 2018. And then my very last day in PhotoPass was January 1st, 2019. So I was there oh, okay. for a good chunk of time. Cool. Well, why don't we, why don't we dive into that? Because I always love talking to people who did PhotoPass because I feel like there's always like cool stories that come out of it. Um, so, yeah, you said that was the, the, the one thing you wanted to do on your first uh, internship. Uh, and now you finally got to do it then. So, I mean, I assume you, you applied for that position and you, that you just you kind of got it since you already had the experience. How did that work? Um, to be quite honest, I really don't know how I got it. Like when I did my phone interview, I expressed a lot of interest in it. But then again, I did that for my first program, too. So it's kind of hard to say how they decided, I'm assuming, because they knew that, like, I had already done a previous internship and that I really want to do this. Maybe they were like, OK, we'll give it to her, but I'm not fully sure how that works, um, just because we don't have say in our role. Like, they kind of pick yeah. it for us. And we either take it or we don't. Yeah. Um, but it, I was really excited when I, I opened the email because at that time, before that program I was in my last semester I was about to graduate my bachelor's and I was like okay if I don't get photo pass like I probably won't go because there there wasn't really any purpose for me to move across the country to do something that I didn't really want to do um so I was kind of banking my you know my postgraduate life on this photo pass position I'm so glad it worked out but um, <laughs> yeah, when I opened the acceptance like letter and I saw that it was PhotoPass, I literally screamed and I was like happy crying. I was like calling my parents and I'm like, I'm moving back to Disney World. And, you know, I moved back literally like two weeks after I graduated. And um, it, it, PhotoPass is by far, I think, just the best role. Like, I mean, I've only worked two roles, but I can't imagine anything that would be better, at least in the parks. I wouldn't imagine anything better than PhotoPass, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you got it. Um, yeah, PhotoPass just seems like it's so much fun. I love taking, uh, I'm a big, I'm really big into photography as well. And that's something I would want to do and in interacting with the guests. And I feel like I've had so many special moments with PhotoPass photographers. Just like my, my favorite thing is always just like grabbing the photographer where there's no line because they they have time to just kind of mess around with you and like do fun poses and do the other things and so that was always fun so so kind of tell me about your experience so where like where did you where, like where was your main um park like where were you yeah so i was a, a photo pass photographer in hollywood studios um which was very exciting for me because hollywood studios has always really been my favorite um and i remember when i 
heard I was going to get photo pass, I was like, wow, I hope it's in Hollywood Studios because I feel like there's so many fun photo spots there. Like, and just the energy in that park is just so high. And I just, I love that park so much. So I was really excited. So I mainly worked in Hollywood Studios, but I also had the chance to like trade with other cast members who worked in Epcot. Uh, Magic Kingdom. I would sometimes. I only worked in Animal Kingdom once, and then I was like, okay, I'm never gonna do Photo Pass here again because it's really <laughs> why, hot. Why not? It's really uh, hot over there. <laughs> it, of, like, uh, hot see, it's so funny. I always have like arguments with people because I feel like Animal Kingdom is the the park that's the least hot. Um, I guess really? I think people always, yeah, I, I think because it, it has a lot more shade than other people, but I guess people think it's more humid with all the plants. Yeah, I, I would say it's probably, I don't know, to me it always just felt more humid just because of all the plant, like you said, like the plants and the trees and just being around like so many bodies of water in that park, it just, <laughs> it just felt like a lot, but yeah. I mean, maybe it was just, when I worked there the one time I did, I, I picked up a shift in, um, in Africa and it rained the whole time, so I mean, that was probably part of the experience as to why I didn't want to work there again and it rained the whole time and like I still had to stand like under this thing and no one really wanted their picture taken because I couldn't you know go out and take a picture where they wanted to like I had to stand under there because I couldn't you oh, know geez. mess up the equipment so I was like I don't think I'll ever pick up here again but yeah I did work in all the parks I um I worked in the Grand Floridian during Christmas time and um, Wilderness Lodge. And, oh, um, those were cool. the only, yeah, those were the only two hotels that I worked in the resorts and I worked there a few times for Christmas and it was so pretty. Okay. Well, I definitely want to hear about that. Um, so, so cool. So kind of tell, t talk me through like where, like you, you said your base was Hollywood Studios. So like, where did they have you? Were you usually at the same spot or did they just kind of have you wherever was needed? Did you, were you in the park? Were you at character greetings? Like where, like, where did they have you go? Yeah. So it really depends. Um, so photo pass training takes almost like two months. It's a really long process. Um, so two two like months for training. Yeah, yeah. It's it, they Holy spread out moly. your training. So so first they'll do like icon training. So for Hollywood Studios that would be like Tower of Terror and the Chinese Theater. Like those are your icons kind of thing. Um, and they'll teach you. Okay, this is how you turn on your camera. This is, you know, and they have like certain pictures that they want you to take. So they'll teach you like th these are the formats we want and everything like that. And then they throw you out there on your own for about two, three weeks, or maybe a week, I can't remember, but I just for training being really long. And so once you have your icon training, you, you're on your own for a little bit, then they teach you like night, uh, night training or night in view training. And so they'll teach you how to use the tripod, how to take pictures with the tripod, the settings and everything like that. And then they'll teach you the like photo um, pickup area like where you pick out your photos and everything they'll teach you how to look for a photo how to print out a photo for a guest they'll teach you those things then a few weeks go by and then you do like creativity training so you'll sit in a classroom with like someone in your department and they'll teach you like different creative poses and things like that i mean it was it, it's a class that isn't fully necessary but it's nice to have 
Um, and then the very last part of your training is character training. And then you'll spend a whole day with your trainer and they'll take you to characters and they'll say, these are the kind of pictures we want. And, you know, make sure you have your photo pass card ready and everything like that. But after all of your training is complete, um, they'll basically schedule you whatever. I mean, a lot of the times I liked to work on Hollywood Boulevard. That was my favorite place to work. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, my main places were like Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard um, and like Toy Story Land, which they call Pixar. I don't know if it's still called Pixar, but when I was there, it was called Pixar. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like these other shifts that they call float. And so that it's basically you show up to work and they're like, okay, you're going to be here on Hollywood Boulevard till like three. And then we're going to move you to sunset or you're going to spend your whole day in sunset Boulevard or they'll just kind of move you wherever, uh, wherever they need you. But if you have a shift that says Hollywood Boulevard, you'll be there the whole day. Um, and there's like rotation. So like, you'll start in one place and then you'll move up or move down the street or you'll go inside for a little bit and things like that. But I don't know if they still run on rotation. So you might just stand in one spot till your break and then you go back and <laughs> go to a different spot. I don't know how it is now, but when I was there, it was like um, different spots throughout the day. Oh, wow. That sounds pretty intense. So yeah, when you said the two, when you said the two months training, I was first, I was thinking like, do they, are they in like a classroom all day? But I, it sounds like it was broken up where you got a little bit of training, you were in the parks, and then you got the feel for, the, for it, and then you did some more training uh, and going back and forth. Yeah, the first few days are like in a classroom. Um, it's like in these offices and like celebration, I think, or something like that. But um, I think it's like three or four days that are in a classroom, if I remember correctly. And that's really everything like they teach you like this is what photo pass is these are your responsibilities this is what we expect of you and this is and they'll lay it like a camera in front of you and they'll say like this is how you change the batteries this is how you like put the flash on correctly this is they literally teach you everything about the camera so i mean mm -hmm. it definitely helps to have like a photography background um but it's not necessary because they literally teach you everything which is super cool yeah I, it sounds like you, you already had a little bit of experience. So you, you were probably going through it. Were you like a little bored by it? Cause like, well, I know all this stuff, but, um, it's good to know anyways. Mm, a little bit of both. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I mainly use Canon cameras, so I wasn't really familiar with Nikon at all. Oh yeah. See, that would be, I, I'm all Canon. So I'm, I have, I don't know anything about Nikon. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't really know anything about Nikon to be honest. So when I showed up to training, I was like, okay, I know like the basic functions of a camera, but like, I don't know how it's different from like Canon. I don't know if it is different. Like I didn't really know anything. So part of it was like, oh, like I kind of know this, but part of me was like so excited that it didn't really matter to be sitting in on it. So it was super fun though. Cool. Well, I'm dying to hear some of the uh, the stories that you've probably got from it. So just like working with the people. So what were some of like the, the standout moments the, that you had while, while working as a PhotoPass photographer? Yeah, um, I remember my first day like on my own without like a trainer, like making sure I'm taking the right pictures or anything. I remember it was my first shift alone and it was on Sunset Boulevard and um, like I had a proposal and the the guy wow. didn't tell he didn't tell me that it was going to oh, be a proposal. Oh no. 
so like I didn't really know and like he came up to me and he he just said I need you to take four pictures and I was like okay like it was kind of like weird to me and I didn't really think about it I was just like okay I'm gonna take four pictures I guess and so I'm taking these pictures and like you know like when I take photos over there I'd be like okay look scared because Tower of Tears in the background and when I said that like that's when he got down like on his knee and I was like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I was like taking all the pictures I could. And um, I took probably like 50 or 60 pictures. I was just, I just kept going. I didn't stop. <laughs> I oh, figured wow. there would at least be some good one in there. And um, I just kept going. And um, I, I looked at them at the end of the night and they were really, they were really awesome. But that oh, was nice. like really scary because, you know, that was my first day on my own. But yeah um i did maybe three or four proposals one proposal was actually a guest had asked me to do it and like they came back the next day to do it and um it was just super awesome like they wanted their proposal in front of the chinese theater i guess their first date was at hollywood studios and the first thing they did was go on the great movie ride oh nice and so since the great movie ride is closed they went to the courtyard area where like the handprints are and the guy flew in her parents and she had no idea and his family was there. Oh, and, holy uh, moly. Yeah, it was like a big deal. And so they asked me to do it because uh, the day before I had taken their pictures and they said like that they really enjoyed my energy and everything like that. And, you know, <laughs> they asked me if I would be willing to do the proposal. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm working anyway tomorrow. So why not? And so, you know, I talked to my managers about it and we made it happen and it was so so cool and those pictures were awesome like it was basically like a little a photo shoot almost of like 15 to 20 minutes it was just really awesome there was that oh that's so neat um it's just well, so I'm, I'm, yeah i i want to make sure yeah oh if you're gonna do a proposal at disney make sure you tell the photo pass photographer like yeah yeah give them some kind of warning at least yeah <laughs> So I don't know if like you're aware, but like the magic shots, I don't know if you know what those are. Yeah, where they put like uh, like balloons in your hand or they put something. In, yeah. Yeah. So like going back to the whole like tell your photo pass photographer, like you definitely should because some of those magic shots are automatic. So like, oh, <laughs> like, um, in one spot on Hollywood Boulevard, um, the third picture is Tinkerbell will be at the top and like you know so some of them are automated some of them we have to like uh make it happen so it's just really it's kind of like difficult at that point because they'd have to go in and remove it and all of those things so definitely let your photo pass know <laughs> if you're gonna do a proposal yeah <laughs> well that's awesome and what what else what what other kind of stories do you have from from working photo pass um lots of i remember the first time i worked with mickey oh my gosh that was that was like the most emotional i probably ever was um i was just very excited to work with mickey you know because i love him and um it was my first time ever working with him and there was this family that came in about maybe an hour into my shift and they came in it was like a little boy and like the mom and dad and like a grandma like like a small family it wasn't anything big and they came in and the little boy was like kind of like shy and you know he was 
taking pictures with Mickey and like getting his autograph. And I remember like they're about to leave and the mom was like, aren't you going to show Mickey something? And so I was kind of like anxious, like, what is he going to show him? Like, I didn't really know. Uh And he pulls out like this little, it looked, it looked like a little, you know, where like the little tubes that you put artwork in. So like they don't get damaged or whatever. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he took out one of those, like from a backpack and he's starting to pull out like a picture and like he opens the picture and it's a picture of a little girl and Mickey's like scratching his head and like giving like the hand gesture like oh what is this or who is that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so me and the character attendant were like looking at each other and we're like oh like Mickey wants to know who's who is that like you know and he was saying that it was his sister who had passed away and who had always wanted to meet Mickey and like we just all started crying like like we just cried like and it was like such a touching moment and like I don't think I'll ever forget that like it was just so so sad and like just nobody like there was no they're not a dry eye like in the house like everybody was crying and um it was just one thing I'll never forget and I guess they were taking her photo everywhere and taking pictures like you know like him holding the picture next to the characters and everything like that it was just it was such a touching moment um but yeah that was definitely probably my favorite character interaction type of memory that i have oh that's that's so neat and that's oh it's such a great story um yeah no i i love i love hearing about moments like that and that's just uh it's it's a great way to kind of have that family honor the memory of of the 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 child sister and um that's great that's really that's awesome um that's what's so great about being the the photo pass photographer because like you mentioned before how your favorite spot was being a greeter over at um big thunder mountain railroad and with the being a photographer you get to have all those interactions and talk with the guests who are here on the Disney trips and just being able to chat with them and create, yeah, help create uh, memories like that. So. Yeah. I really loved photo pass. Just like one, it was, I got to do something that I was super passionate about. And two, like I actually got to talk to people like all day. Like I, I love to talk, like I will talk for so long sometimes. And so just being able to talk to people from all over the world was just amazing. And it's kind of why, like, I, this is kind of like off topic, but like, I was originally an animation major when I went to Disney, and then I realized that I enjoyed talking to people and getting to interact with them. So I changed my field of study and I changed it to communications. And so that's how oh, wow. I ended up where I am now. And so, like, I don't think I would have ever realized that if I didn't, you know, come out to, to Disney for, for the first time. I don't think I would be where I am now. So it's just crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, it just takes that one little thing to to kind of spark your interest in something and that's cool that it yeah, put you on the path that you wanted to go. So um cool. Well, any any anything else from uh from PhotoPass um cuz we yeah, we're kind of running down on time here, but uh, any any other stories you want to share from from PhotoPass? I'm sure you have a lot. Uh I think those were the main stories about PhotoPass. Okay. Unless there's anything else you want to know. 
Well, yeah, real quick. Yeah, I guess the um, I'm, I'm curious about the. I, I think you said you were in the Grand Floridian and Worldliness Lodge for Christmas. Um, World, Worldliness Lodge is my favorite Disney resort. I love it. So, yeah, I just want to hear a little bit about the experience over there. I assume you were just like taking uh, photos of people in front of the tree, or, or what else were you doing? Yeah. So during Christmas time, um, you can pick up shifts at resorts. Um, some resorts are like specialty training. So like, I think Polynesian, for example, like that one I wasn't able to work at. So I chose like Grand Floridian and, you know, Wilderness Lodge. And so I showed up not really knowing what to expect. Like we had to wear a different costume and things like that. And, um, you know, they told me just stand in front of the tree and <laughs> take pictures of the guests there. And that one was really fun too, because um, like in a park setting, you know, there's lots of people around constantly and you always have really long lines and there's just lots of things going on. But like when you're standing in the resort and like there's not really a whole lot of people there as compared to a park, you really get to have that extra time with families and things like that. Like I took some pictures and they're like, we're going to make this our Christmas card and just things like that. So, I mean, you definitely have like a lot of time to, um, mm -hmm. you know, get to know people and it was interesting because right around Christmas time, I was getting ready to start my master's degree. Um, so like I started talking about that with some guests around me and some guests were in the field that I'm in. So I was talking to them about it and like their experiences with public relations and communications and things like that. And it was just so fun just to get to know the guests. And it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. I wish I had the opportunity to uh, kind of, get my photo in front of uh, the tree over at Worlds of the Slodge. That's, I think that's definitely something on my bucket list for, for a Christmas, Christmas card in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty. Like, just the resort there in general is already pretty enough. And then, yeah, in the tree and just, like, all the decorations that are in there. And it's just so, it's so peaceful. Yeah. It's just pretty. Cool. All right. All right. So, I mean... So kind of talk talk a little bit about your journey afterwards. You said you worked at Disneyland. Did you say you were, you're still working as a cast member over there? Yeah. So I started working at Disneyland in February 2019. So okay. um, I originally wanted to do PhotoPass. Um, that was what I, I really wanted to do. But there was no openings. And I was on a wait list. And then I was like, I need to get a job. So I asked if I could do attractions instead. And um so they offered me the job in attractions and um, I took it and I, I still work there now. I mean, obviously not now with COVID and everything, but um, I started out at Storybook Land and I still work there. And I'm pretty sure I'll hear that spiel like for the rest of my life, but um, <laughs> I work there. I work at Mickey and the Magical Map, um, storytelling at the Royal Theater. And then I used to work at Big Thunder over here too, but it transferred management, so I don't work there anymore. But I work at those three places mainly, and um, yeah, it's super fun. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're just kind of itching to get back. Like I was saying, I was talking about earlier about how you're just itching to get back at the parks, but I didn't even realize that you still you still work there. So um, yeah, so yeah, you're pro you're probably really yeah, trying to trying to go back, and hopefully California opens up a bit soon. I'm in, hearing some good things uh, today that uh, sounds like they might be going into phase three soon. So hopefully, uh, we can get you back over there. Um, yeah, I know. I heard about the phase three thing today too. So I'm hoping, 
hoping that we'll hear more news soon. It just feels like so long. Like, yeah, it just feels like I've been in quarantine for forever. Yeah. So, so you, before we get out of here, just a couple, couple quick things. Uh, I, I guess between the two internships that you had over there at working at Big Thunder and being the PhotoPass photographer, like, what do you say is like your favorite memory from working over at Walt Disney World? It, you didn't have to be working, but just maybe something when you weren't working. But like, just what was your favorite memory? Something that you just uh, remember the most? Uh, just kind of coming back from those experiences. I would say I'd probably have to say my very first traditions um, or the last time that wishes was a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you saw it close, right? Yeah. Um, with traditions, I was just very excited um, just because, you know, like I had said earlier, Disney was just something I, I always wanted to be a part of. Um, so when it was time to actually do traditions, like I was so excited. And me and my roommate at the time, we would joke around and we would be like, it's coronation day. And we were getting ready. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so much fun. And it was very emotional um, just in general. And so just getting able to be a part of it was just amazing. Um, and just getting my name tagged for the first time. Like, it was just so exciting for me. Um, and then just going to Wishes like on the last night, that was just great because I loved the show. And, you know, I got to watch it with some of my coworkers and we camped out like all day for a spot. And it was just, it was so much fun. And I think those are the two things that I'll probably never forget. Yeah, just like a surreal experience of finally working over at Walt Disney World, so. <laughs> Yeah, it was just crazy. Like, it was just so exciting. Cool, cool. Well, I mean, it's been so much fun learning uh, just about uh, you doing PhotoPass, working at Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It's It's been a lot of fun today. But before we get out of here, I just want to know, because I always like playing the, the Disney Parks background music uh, in the back of these shows. And I always want to... I always ask the guests on the show, like, what's their favorite Disney background loop that uh, we can hear on the show? So so what do you think, uh, out of all all the different lands and areas you worked at, what do you think is your favorite uh, background loop at the parks? My favorite background loop? Mm. Yeah, could, could be anything. It's I, so hard. Yeah. Um, I really like the Future World music in Epcot. Okay. And the music in Pandora. I love both of those a lot. Okay. And Hollywood Boulevard, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say those are probably the main ones. All right. Sounds good. I'll be sure to use maybe a little a little bit of uh, all of them. So we'll see. <laughs> all right. For sure. Cool. All right. Well, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to plug uh, today? Um, yeah, I guess just my Instagram, <laughs> Amanda from Disneyland. Um, I try to post Disney content and everything like that as much as I can. A lot of it is just from my past Disney World trips and everything, but I'm hoping to get back on there soon. But yeah, if you'd like to give it a follow, I'd appreciate it. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes if anyone wants to give her a follow. So, well, Amanda, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show today. I, I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun just hearing what you had to say. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed being able to talk about my experiences and everything. No problem at all. And, and hopefully we see you over at Disneyland soon. All right. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, take care and have a great night. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was uh, so much fun learning about you working over at the wildest ride in the wilderness, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, as well as uh, learning about your time as the PhotoPass photographer. So thanks for coming on the show. Uh, and if you were a previous cast member and you would like to be on a future episode, hey, just uh, listen up in a bit. I'll tell you how to reach out to me uh, so you can be scheduled onto a future episode. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this uh, show today. Make sure you are subscribing to the podcast. You could do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. You can do that over on Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five stars if you are enjoying this show. Uh, you can find all of our previous episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. You can follow me on social media at excesspresspodcast on Instagram, and that is one of the way, ways you can reach out to be on the show. Uh, you can also shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. I also have another podcast called What'd You Think? It is a movie, TV show, video game, chat review podcast uh, that I host. Uh, you could find that. All the links are in the description. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.